All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Better Lodin' Never Up. Yes. I'm not actually inside a women's prison at the moment. The horniest went up to like 11. Good afternoon. I'd like to say a big fuck you to Nick. Tyler Zarenza must go to Cinco de Mayo. Ty Ty, why won't you kiss me? Better late than never with bag milk. Better late than never with bag milk. It's a better late than never. Better late than never. Better late than never. Five you don't agree. Long live Arby's. Goodness gracious, what an intro. Welcome to Better Late Than Ever, everybody. As always, presented by the Audio Department. Check them out, theaudiodepartment.ca. You want to record a podcast? You do it there. You want to record a spoken word hot take poetry jam? Is that a thing? You can do it there anyway. Theaudiodepartment.ca. Of course, the Audio Department works to create a safe space and creativity for creativity and collaboration for artists and musicians to realize their potential and share their message through sound and story. That's what we're doing here. We're telling stories. I welcome you to episode 107, 108, doesn't matter. A couple things I want to get to before we get to some business here. Just a quick recap of a few things that have been outstanding. Now, if you've been listening for the last little bit and you participated in the contest, the hoodie contest where I just wanted to give away some hoodies to 10 random people that left reviews on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever, those hoodies have now been ordered. 
So uh, looking at the spot I got them from, they didn't give me a deal, so I'm not going to plug. Uh, (laughs) It looks like they're going to be ready in about 10 business days. So two weeks, they'll be ready. And then from there, I'll ship them out. So I'm hoping by the goal that I have for these is by October 11th, when the regular season kicks off for real, you are going to have a fresh hoodie to wear, provided that you want. So those have been ordered. They are, I think they look pretty good. Check out my socials if you haven't seen it, but I think they look pretty good. They're done on champion hoodies because I wanted to do something with a little bit of a higher quality product so that once you got it, you didn't just wear it once and then that was it. So that's good news. That is good news. The second thing I want to bring up off the jump is we can't let this die. We cannot let this die. We cannot let this die. What are you talking about? I love when things die. This one you won't, Satan, because if we hit 30,000 subscribers on the Oilers Nation YouTube page, my boy, Tyler Uremchuk, has agreed to do a boudoir shoot. Ooh, Tyler in a boudoir shoot would be really nice. Mm, Satan didn't know he wanted that, but now Satan wants it. Mm. What's a boudoir shoot? Quads. Quads, I don't have time to explain this to you, buddy. I'll, 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 I'll teach you when you're older. But I want to know now. Well, I'll tell you when you're older, buddy. So go ahead and subscribe. As I'm recording today, it is September 20th. We have until the trade deadline, by the way, so we have about six months here. Right now, it is at 1640, or 16400, I should say. 16,400 subs. We've moved up about 400 since this challenge has got put out. You know, two weeks ago, only two weeks ago, we were at 15,000 subscribers. I'm in the back end of our YouTube page right now, and I can see how things are moving. So I beg of you, tell your friends, subscribe to the Oilers Nation YouTube channel. Just just search it in there, YouTube channel. You know, there, just, just put it in there. Just put it in there. You'll find it. Subscribe. Come up with more accounts, you know? Come up with more accounts so that you too can subscribe to the Oilers Nation YouTube channel. I want to see it. Like, you don't want to see Tyler in a, you know, sexy garment? What kind of theme will it be? Will it be an October theme? I love a spooky boudoir. We'll see. We'll see. We got to get there first. We got plenty of work to do. Again, 16,400. That is coming. Hopefully you can get on board with it. It's going to be ridiculous. Maybe we do a Tyler calendar for charity. I'd buy one. I'd buy one for every room in my house. I think they'd look great. Uh, The other thing I want to mention quickly before we got to the uh, get back to the Oilers and talk about a little bit of nonsense. And by the way, the voicemail slate today is jam-packed. I got like 50 voicemails. So some of you are just going to get straight up cut off if you're boring me. But last week's episode really inspired some people to give some advice here. So I'm very much looking forward to check that out. Hear that at the end, tail end of the podcast. But I just want to do a quick recap of my uh, adventures in Vancouver. I went, so last week on the podcast, I was talking about going to the annual planning meeting that was in Hinton. It was a great, we got a lot done. There were two very solid days with the team and I feel really good about coming out of those meetings. From there, I essentially jumped on a plane straight away and went to Vancouver with me, Mrs. just for, I was trying to get four days in before the season started where I could just do nothing and shut off my brain. Do you ever do that? Like, do you ever have, 
I guess just disconnection is what I need. And maybe it's a part of the job because I'm always on Twitter. I'm always on, you know, I have blue sky too. You can follow me there, I guess, if you want, but I'm always connected and it it's tough or I'm talking into a microphone or I'm writing words like today, this, the article for the podcast that goes up, it'll be the third post of the day for me today at Oilers Nation. And that's fine. And that's good. But I felt like I needed a break so that I was ready for what was coming. And I didn't really realize how much of a break I needed, but until I got there and I just, I promised my missus, I promised myself mostly that I wasn't going to do a whole bunch of emails. I wasn't going to write, I wasn't going to do anything. So props to Cam Lewis and Zach Lang for running Oilers Nation while I was away. Um, but I didn't really realize how much I needed it. And then today, since Wednesday, I generally do a weekly call with Frank Saravalli. We just kind of bullshit. We talk about what's going on. And he just asked, he goes, how was your little getaway? And I goes, man, I didn't really realize how much I needed it. And he goes, I've been telling you, and he has. So Frank has been telling me to take a break to fuck off for, you know, four, five, six weeks. He goes, man, you need to get a break before the season starts. It's coming around the corner. You're going to be burnt out. I didn't really realize how burnt out I was, again, until I was there sitting on a beach, Jericho Beach, by the way, Vancouver. Classic. It's not like you're in Mexico, Blue Water Beach. It's a good place to chill. You know, I was having, I was back to my default setting is what I said. I was sitting on a beach. I had fresh fish and chips. And I had a cocktail. If you could ever picture where I want to be, that is, just picture that, me on a beach eating fresh foods, fresh fish out of the ocean with a cocktail. That is my default setting. So anyway, as I was talking to Frank today, he goes, man, go back and listen to a couple of episodes of your podcast. I bet you'll find that your voice is a little bit more hoarse. I bet you sound a little bit more tired. Go listen. He goes, we talk on the phone weekly, and I really started to notice it over the last little bit. And today I sound a little better, a little refreshed. So interesting, interesting takeaway from my conversation with Frank Saravalli today. Frank, my dog. He was at my sister's while I was away. He has the best time. She has a huge yard. I do not have a huge yard. One day, Frank, one day. But he had the best time, so it was just great. So if you can, if you're able, I'm not saying going to Vancouver, but like do a thing where you just detach from your life for a bit. If you can, I recommend it. Um, turns out I needed it. I was uh, overtired, falling asleep a lot. I actually thought I was going to go to the doctor. I'd be like, is something wrong? Why am I tired all the time? But need a little bit of a refresh. A little bit of a refresh. In other news, while I was on Jericho Beach in Vancouver, I was approached by a guy. It was very, very funny and very, very sweet. It was a Japanese dude. And he had a little pocket handheld microphone like we use for the street team at Oilers Nation. And he goes, hey, I'm from Japan. I'm doing a lifestyle podcast. And I'd like to talk to some Canadians about some different cultural aspects or differences, I should say, between canada and japan and i was just like buddy if you come to the right place i must have talked that dude's ear off for i don't know my answers were obviously way longer than he was expecting because i was just i was just going i was riffing man i was doing my thing so while i wasn't working i was working for somebody else i guess so i don't know what the podcast was called i don't know who that man was it may not even be a podcast at all. He may just have audio of me <laughs> recorded in his iPhone, but I just thought it was interesting that while I was taking a break from podcasting, a guy asked me to be a guest on his podcast. My first thought is, fucking right, I'm in. And then lastly, most importantly, the news that I'm very excited about on October 20th. My favorite band. Blink-182. The band I've loved since I was 12 is coming out with a brand new album called One More Time. I'm very excited about it. New single drops tomorrow morning, which is Thursday at 8 a.m. Mountain. 
<laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> ah, I'm excited. You know your boy loves Blink. I'm excited about it. Today I ordered the... Uh, I ordered a... Uh, listen, I so I have a record player at my house. I haven't used it in forever. It's essentially it collects dust, and my records are there. They look cooler in the room than they get use, if that makes sense. It's more of like a, hey, look at the records I have. Do you ever play them? Not really. <laughs> but today I ordered the uh, the new Blink album in like one of their limited edition vinyls. Do I keep that in the packaging or do I open it and listen to it? Because you know I'm going to get it on Apple Music anyway. It's just going to hit my phone as soon as the album loads. Maybe I'll just keep it closed or keep it wrapped up. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Let's get to the news. The news is brought to you by SYC Bruin. Last night, I was working on a project for dailyfaceoff.com so that we can launch some new tools, and the folks at SYC were powering me through. It was one of those, um, how would you describe it, actually? It was one of those tasks where it's just like, roll up your sleeves and get it done. We've all been there, you know? I'm trying to find what it was called. Ooh, afternoon, afternoon hoot is the one I was drinking last night. I had a couple of those left from my package from SYCbrewing.com. Go check it out. The Afternoon Hoot. It's a lighter beer. Delicious. I could probably drink 900,000 of those. Is that healthy? No. Would they encourage it? Absolutely not. Could I do it? Give me enough time. Right? Of course. Looking at the news, let's talk a little bit of Oilers. Today, the Oilers announced their training camp roster, which is always one of the like official kickoffs that training camp is underway, that the preseason is coming. By the way, there's a game on the schedule on Sunday. I mean, it is a preseason game, so mm, I'll do this one. But still, <laughs> today they uh, invited 56 players to camp, six goalies, 19 defensemen, and 31 forwards. It's going to be interesting because this year's preseason is arguably one of the most boring that I can remember. And the reason I say that is there's not a whole lot going on in terms of storylines for the preseason. There are very few jobs available. Essentially, last year's team is just coming right back again, and they're going to do it all over, and they're going to do another one, and we're going to have a take two on what happened, or take three, depending on how you look at it. But anyway, I guess I'm most intrigued this preseason. The thing I'm going to be watching the most is that is are the players that are just bubbling under, the ones fighting for the job. How's Raphael Lavoie going to do in his uh, in training camp and in the preseason. Who's going to win the Ty Ratty Award this year? Of course, we know the Ty Ratty Award goes to the best preseason performer. I'm very much looking forward to that. What about a guy like Xavier Borgo? How does he compare against his peers? You know, of course, the first, this eight-game preseason is fucking too long by half, but it is what it is. So we know that the first ones, we're not going to see anybody. So I'm going to be looking forward to seeing how our prospects compare to other prospects and other organizations, essentially. How does Dylan Hallway look? Remember, he had a great preseason last year. A bunch of us, I think I picked him to win Rookie of the Year. Whoopsies. But I'm looking forward to seeing how he does, because last year he got a taste of NHL action. He got an idea of what's going to happen. He got an idea of how it's going to work. He's got an idea of what is going on at this level. How has he improved over the summer? I'm looking forward to that. There, It's not all good news, though. Training camp, we also find out who's got a little bit of, who's got a couple of bumps and bruises. 
that'll keep them out of the first little bit, including our boy, Matthias Ekholm, which is... That's right. Matthias Ekholm will not be participating early on in training camp because of a hip flexor issue that will keep him out. He says it's more of a maintenance thing than it is necessarily problematic. That said, I don't like speed bumps this early. I don't like speed bumps ever. I like, my, I like to think of my Oilers as a low-profile car, and if you hit a speed bump... He scrapes the bottom, and no one likes that. So Matthias Ekholm out, obviously a problem. Ken Holland did say that will give Philip Broberg a lot more at-bats, especially early on in camp and in the preseason. And I actually think that's a good thing. For me, Philip Broberg is one of those players where he has to figure it out this year, right? Has to. Otherwise, the next GM, who knows will that be? This is the last year of Ken Holland's contract, after all. It might be a situation where he's a trade ship for the next guy if things don't work out. Again, I'm paraphrasing. I'm putting too much pressure on it. But it's the preseason. It's training camp, baby. Let's go. Uh, the other thing that came out is there's not going to be any back-to-back. This one is from Jim Matheson. There's not going to be any back-to-back exhibition games for Connor Brown. He is going to play in the preseason, but it's clear that the Oilers are going to tiptoe him in a little bit, uh, especially after, you know, he only played a handful of games last year. What was it, four? Let me look this up real quick. Make sure I get the number right. Yeah, he only played four games last year. So signed that deal with the Washington Capitals. It was a one-year deal, but didn't really get to see what he could do. So I get why they're tiptoeing him into the waters. Preseason doesn't mean jack shit for Connor Brown outside of getting getting his legs going and getting his win back. So I don't mind that strategy. The other one is Sam Gagne will not play in the preseason he will only practice and may in fact start in bakersfield that one is also from um jim matheson over at the journal so our boy sam gagne open to play in bakersfield we talked about this a couple weeks ago on Oilers nation radio and rick just said i don't know if he's going to be open to playing bakersfield where does he fit according to matheson he very well could be the other news that came out today is that charlie and huddy charlie and huddy Charlie Huddy and Doug Waite are the two newest Oilers being added to the Hall of Fame. That is the ring around Rogers place if you haven't seen it. And I frankly couldn't think of two better choices. (laughs) Doug Waite was without question one of my favorite players growing up. He just he was by far the best player the Oilers had, and it just in terms of skill, and he was just so much fun to watch. Showed up in Edmonton in 1992-93. His last season here was in 2000-2001. Finished up that year with 90 points in 82 games. In total, 1,238 games played for Doug Waite, 1,033 points, 755 of those were assists. A the only knock I have against Doug Waite is that he won a Stanley Cup as a Carolina Hurricanes against the Edmonton Oilers. That's my only knock on Doug Waite. Otherwise, I love the man. I even took my picture with him at Carnival of Champions when that was a thing. If you don't know what that is, back up a few episodes we talk about Carnival of Champions. As for Charlie Huddy, he showed up to Edmonton in 1980-81, and his last season with the Oilers was 1990-1991, kind of when they had that early 90s exit. Of course, he was also a coach with the Oilers from 2000 to 2009. He is currently, where is he coach now? Doesn't say on here. Come on, Hockey DB, figure it out. But 1,017 total games for Charlie Huddy. He got 453 points over the course of that time a fantastic defenseman for this franchise. So to them, I say congratulations. Well-deserved on both or for both of you. 
I love that guy. Yeah! <laughs> and the last thing I want to talk about in the news is that there is a preseason game on Sunday. Does that mean we get to start day drinking? What time is that game at? The game's actually at four, but I have to write the GDB. It's going to be my first one of the season. I got to get some preseason at-bats in. I need to make sure that I know what's going on. Yeah, but like, let's be honest. You can have all the at-bats you want. Your articles are never going to be all that interesting anyway. <laughs> Don't listen to him. I think you do a great job. Thanks, Quads. By the way, Quads, I didn't get to see you when you were in Vancouver. What happened? I know. I was sad about it. Well, what happened? Like, we were going to go to a Vancouver Canadians game that was supposed to be on Saturday night, and we just, we never ended up getting together at all the whole time I was there. I know. And, like I said, I I texted you and I, I felt bad about it. I was just, I was sick. I had a little, you know, and a little bit of, are you doing Nelly lyrics at me right now? No, I was honestly sick. How dare you accuse me of using Nelly lyrics to get out of hanging out? I love hanging out with you. I love hanging out with you too, buddy. It didn't work out. Quads, my boy, was sick. He was sick in bed, but I do appreciate him. Some people would have just been like, fuck it. Boss is in town. I'm going to hang out with him even when I'm sick. Not my boy Quads. He did not want me to get ill. That's right. I was looking out for you. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate you. That's where we're going to wrap up the news. The news brought to you by SYC Bruin. Check them out at SYCBruin.com. Go get yourself something to drink, provided that you are a legal drinking age. SYCBruin.com. In the meantime, go subscribe to our YouTube channel, won't you? Good afternoon. You're listening to Better Late Than Never. And Donkey Volley is a fucking dickhead. For my friends at Betway, provided that you are 19 plus and can do so responsibly, I want to look at a couple of little bets here real quick. Real quick. I haven't done my... um, my future odds article yet this week. So I'm going to work that one out. But right now, I think the target that I'm going to do or the odds I'm going to look at is President's Trophy winners. We all know that the Edmonton Oilers are favorites to win the Stanley Cup. At least that's where the sports books have them. And I appreciate it. I know the sports books and the odds don't necessarily mean anything about how what's going to happen on the ice, but mm, makes me feel real nice to see. Ooh, I like when you moan like that. Um, back to the task at hand. President's Trophy winners for 2023-24. Are Edmonton Oilers coming at plus 650? Are they the favorites? They are not. The favorites are actually a three-way tie between the Carolina Hurricanes, Colorado Avalanche, and Toronto Maple Leafs at plus 600. The Oilers would slide in at second, technically, I guess, along with the New Jersey Devils at plus 650. The Golden Knights are plus 900. And the next up are the Boston Bruins at plus 1,200. Nobody really believes in the Bruins to repeat well, I mean, they did put up the best record ever last season, so I get it. Nice analogy, dum-dum. I think that the Bruins are probably going to be better than one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seventh overall in the league, but we'll see. We'll see. A lot of pieces left. Brad Marchand named captain. Does it matter? Do, I care? Does it, do, do we care? I don't know. If you, are of nine, if you are 19 plus and could do so responsibly, go check out those season-long odds. The outright winner of the President's Trophy. Would you mix a couple of shekels on the Edmonton Oilers? Listen, the way I look at it, if the Oilers, let's do a little, let's do a little recap here. Let's do a little history. You know? 
All these are NFL standings, not NHL standings. Dumb, dumb. We are going to look at what happened last year. Last year, ah, it's already flipped, man. It's already flipped. Um, Last year, the Oilers were towards the top of the league, despite the ups and downs earlier in the season. If they can narrow those out, if they can kind of squash those, I think we're in for a completely different year. I really, really do. And I think that putting some money down on the Oilers, provided that you're an IT plus and do as well, but at plus 650, daddy likes. Mm, yes. Yes. <laughs> That's creepy. But if you want to do a little sports betting, go do it with our friends at Betway. I promise you're going to have a good time, provided you can do so responsibly. Get ready to snuggle! Better late than never. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy! For my friends at Trilogy Oilfield Rentals, it is time to do the righteous act beating. Of course, Trilogy Oilfield Rentals are an established provider of tools and expertise across multiple oilfield disciplines, specializing in rentals, pipe recovery, abandonments, and completions. Currently, they maintain full-time operating units at Provost Weyburn and Kindersley. What kind of tools do they have? Well, (sighs) rental tools, fishing tools, drilling tools, coil tools, mills and bits, completion tools, any tools for any job. TrilogyRentals.ca I don't really have... Again, I just finished up a vacation, so there's nothing really bothering me except... And I don't want to do this an exact replica of what I did two weeks ago in the Righteous Act beating, but for fuck's sakes... Do airlines need to pull themselves together? The same airline I talked about two weeks ago, in the span of three weeks, I've had four flights with this airline, okay? Four flights. As you heard two weeks ago, the first of those flights was canceled in the middle of the night, and I was rerouted in a way that was absolutely asinine to get to my uh, get to my destination, so I canceled that flight. I ultimately asked for the refund on that flight and I went on a different airline. This week, I had two flights, obviously two and from Vancouver. Were they both delayed or were they on time? I saw how angry you were in the airport. We know they were delayed. So in the first one, I was at, I was through security. I was at, I was at Chili's. I was having my drinks. That's what I do. You get to the airport at five in the morning, you have a drink. You get to the airport in the afternoon, you have a drink. Time does not matter at the airport and is one of my favorite parts about being there. Now, I show up at my gate at the time for our scheduled boarding and I look out and I go, hmm, that's interesting. There's no plane there. So at the time that we were supposed to board, the plane was just rolling in and they go, whoopsie daisies. We got a little bit of a delay here, but we're going to try and pick up the pace on the back end of it. So, okay, fine. Things happen. I don't mind. This one wasn't that annoying to me. It is what it is. Went back for another drink. You know how I do. On my way home from Vancouver, however, I specifically wanted to fly in in the early evening because I had to drive. Now, keep in mind, I live in the West End of Edmonton. My dog was at my sister's place who lives in Fort Saskatchewan. I had to go from the airport, which is essentially in Red Deer, all the way to Fort Saskatchewan, all the way around to pick up my dog. And you may think, Begmoke, why didn't you just leave the dog there for an extra night? No problem. Because there was very like specific plans that that didn't work. So it ha- the dog had to be back with me on Sunday. So what happens? The flight, mid-after, early afternoon in Vancouver, I'll be coming home. There's the time delay. There's the 90-minute flight. It's going to be perfect. I'll show up at my sister's. I'll be like, hey, here I am. 
did you happen to cook any dinner? Because I would love to eat. My sister's a lovely cook. Feels like a good plan. I felt like I put something on paper that was going to be very successful. I set myself up for success. I really, really did. And then what happens? I'm sitting there having a coffee. By the way, I'm having a coffee and I'm looking at Ubers because I'm going to order my Uber to the airport. And this is in Vancouver. And I get a delay notice from this airline. And it goes, 20-minute delay, unexpected maintenance. I go, all right. 20 minutes is doable. No problem. I'll just, uh, you know, I'll get another coffee. Or maybe I'll have a water. Or we'll just go for a little walk, Mrs. and I. And we'll just kind of enjoy the scenery of Vancouver for another 20 minutes. Then, before we could even make a plan and be like, all right, well, let's maybe go grab something to eat or whatever. We got 20 minutes to kill. An extra 20 minutes to kill. I get another one. Your plane has been, your flight has been delayed four hours. So now we've been delayed four hours and 20 minutes, 420. Nice. Now my plan for getting into Edmonton and over to Fort Saskatchewan and back to my house has been pushed four hours. So, okay, it's still doable. It's still, I mean, it's late, but it's not too late. We go to the beach again. I was just like, all right, well, I want to chill then. If I've got an extra four hours, I'm going back to the beach. So that's what we did. We went to the beach. We chilled. We took all our bags because we had to check out of the Airbnb early because we had told them, hey, this is time of the flight. They go, here's your checkout. And we go, can we stay or stay a little bit late if we need to? They go, no, we got another person coming in right after you. You got to get the fuck out. Okay. So we go down to the beach and we're hanging out for four hours or three hours. We come back into the city, I guess, settle in at a pub, grab something to eat, grab a drink, head in the Uber, Go to the Vancouver airport, the the big one, not the Abbotsford one, the big one. Breeze through security, all is well. Find my gate, there it is. Says flight is going to leave at the time that they said the delay, no problem. So I go back, grab something else to eat, or grab another drink, I should say. This time was a water, I was being responsible. Um, Grab a water and some Mentos. By the way, Tyler got me hooked on getting Mentos before flights, and I really like it now. It's for that. It helps with the popping of the ears, but it's also, I like it better than gum for some reason. I don't know why. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Go back to the gate where I was supposed to be boarding the plane and they go, bing, flight delay. And this time I was in with my people. All the people were sitting at B18. All the people at B18 get this notice on their phone at the same time. And all you could hear is, because they go unscheduled maintenance was the reason for the delay. And I look out at that gate and I think, well, that's interesting. They're not doing any fucking maintenance on that plane. There is no plane there. Now I think, well, of course there's planes that could be in a hangar somewhere. There's a plane here. There's a plane there. Maybe they're doing maintenance somewhere else. I just can't see it. Understandable, right? Maybe. And then that plane, who was my plane on my way home, pulls up to the gate, B-18, where it was supposed to be about 45 minutes before that, and people start debarking the plane. So this whole thing that they just use unscheduled maintenance to just crowbar delays in is nonsense because that plane was still in route from wherever it was coming from. I don't understand what's going on with airlines and it's driving me nuts. And frankly, if you're going anywhere, you almost should have a backup airline just in case your flight gets funked because chances are it's going to happen. And it's annoying. Maybe I just can't fly anymore. I got to drive anywhere. Or maybe I just need to hire somebody to pull me in a rickshaw. I don't know. Either way, there's right to sack beating. It's not a good one, but it's annoying. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. 
you may be listening to Better Late Than Never. I agree. It's going to be our secret. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The voicemail is brought to you by Alpha Romeo of Edmonton. The Tenali has landed starting at 47190. You can book a test drive today. Go check out Alfa Romeo of Edmonton. Get your foot in the door of a life of luxury. You don't like the Tenali? Want something a little sportier? Check out the Stelvio. That's what your boy's been driving for the last year and a bit. It has changed my life. Alfa Romeo Edmonton.ca. Alfa Romeo Edmonton.ca. We are going to rip through these voicemails today because I have got, I don't know, there's like 50 here. There's, this is easily the most voicemails that I've ever had on the show. So here's the rule for today. There are so many voicemails that I actually contemplated doing two podcasts this week and just doing, there's the normal podcast, like the normal kind of shtick and bits for that start things off. Maybe I was going to add another podcast confessions in to kind of round it out and then do a voicemail podcast. But I figured let's just roll. Let's just roll. If I got to do another 30, 45 minutes, 50 minutes, see how we go, then that's fine. I'm into it. The fine folks at Alpha Romeo will be into it, but Here's the rule for today. If you're boring me with your story, I'm just going to cut you off. Don't take it personal. We got a lot to get to. And uh, for some reason, when I imported all these into my soundboard, all your names came off. So you're all anonymous to me. So this is going to be an interesting one. Voicemail number one. What say you? Okay. So I just listened to your podcast. Hey, Ari. And I think I want to give more context to the story that I said. Because all the stuff that I talked about, it happened the day of I sent those voicemails and I was, and I'll be honest, I, I don't remember what you said exactly, but if you missed it last week, Ari was having uh, issues with his missus. She found Bumble on his phone. He claims he did not use, or he forgot that the app was still on his phone. I had thoughts in my head where I go, I know where every app is on my phone. So I don't sure I believe in Ari, but I did want to give him the benefit of the doubt. So I'm guessing there's some further context coming. Ari, let's get to it. Was I was fucking destroyed inside. <laughs> I was a wreck. 
Hmm. So now that I'm feeling much better, I think I want to give more context. All right. So what was the mistake that I made back in August that got us separated? I broke up with her. Hmm. I broke up with her. Um, we were having issues before then. Like, and like, I felt like not being together was the right thing to do because I felt like I was unfit to be in the relationship because I'll be honest, this is my first, this was my first real relationship with someone. Hmm. Young life. There was some issues and I felt like that I was just not being a good boyfriend whatsoever. So that's what, and I, and I broke up with her straight up. Um, Interesting. This might be one of the only cases of it's not you, it's me that it actually was, you know, it was that maybe, I don't know. Anyway, back to you, Ari. And then I immediately realized I was a mistake. And I was a wreck mm-hmm. and I got bumbled back on my phone. That's that's what that's why it happened. Uh I'll continue in the in part two. Oh, we got multiple parts from Ari coming up. Okay, so essentially, uh Ari had um, you know, Bumble on his phone, says he forgot about it. He was distraught. Young love. I get it breaking up i also see that apparently there are some females that chimed in with some advice here so i'm very eager to hear that one is this part two ari i assume so all right so i've paused the voicemail from the most recent episode oh, great. wait a minute we got dukes coming in here so i want to get to part two fuck man i wish I these would have imported properly i want to get to part two of ari before i get to dukes because i got a feeling dukes is going to say something hilarious yeah so uh, where was i Oh yeah, um, I was a wreck and I got bumbled back on my phone and I put it in a folder in my app section. That's how I forgot it was there. Okay, that I actually buy. That one I can actually buy, I can actually understand. Okay, we're moving on. Right, that's how I didn't see it. And so before this, I talked to my friends and they said, that was a mistake. You shouldn't have done that. You should go and fix it right now while you still have a chance. So mm-hmm. I did. I texted her back two days later to try and fix it, and she kind of understood. I told her everything. I felt guilty about it. Honesty is the best policy here, so I do appreciate where we're going here. You just sometimes you gotta you gotta let it out and let the cards fall where they may. Back to you, Art. It was a huge ass mistake. I'm not gonna lie. Like I that was a that was a, the dumbest thing to do, and I owned it. And yeah, and we were working on, and I was trying so hard to fix it, and I that's how I forgot Bumble was still on my phone. So we were working on it. It was going pretty good. We were still talking, but we weren't technically together. She didn't. She made it a point to say we're not together, but I might take you back. She like gave me like a ninety nine point nine percent chance of taking me back. And yeah, that led that lead that led up to last week, or uh, yeah, uh, two weeks ago. Um. Yeah, if I if I add if I have more, I'll uh, I'll add it in. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I had to do it. I had to do it. Hang on. I got breaking news here, by the way. As I'm recording here, I've got a voicemail that just came in from my boy Dukes. And Dukes is saying that today, September 20th, is legitimately Donkey Volley's birthday. Is that the case? Happy birthday, Donkey Volley. Breaking news in amidst the Alfa Romeo of Edmonton voicemail. Unbelievable. And now I'm coming to Dukes, 
Who's, I mean, we'll see where this goes. Alright, so I've paused the voicemail from the most recent episode. Oh, Gretzky's eating a pizza box in the background. Ignore that. Unless you're into it, then obviously ignore me and listen to that. Dogs, dogs are weird, man. You know? Gretzky's eating the pizza box. Over here, Frank will be like, today, he was all fired up with this toy I got him. It's like, it was a big burger with a squeaker in the middle. And he was fired up by it, and he was playing, we were playing, we were having a good time, and then I had to jump on some calls and some meetings. And I'm looking over at him, and he's just fucking destroying this toy. Completely destroying it. Ripping all the stuffing out, ripped the squeaker out, so I'm like, okay, I mute my call, I go clean all that up. I'm like, come on, man, what are you doing? And then what he does is he takes, like, the dead, lifeless carcass of his toy, the thing that remains, and then he brings it over to near my desk in my office here at my house, and he just lays it down and falls asleep. It was like he just had to kill something, and then he felt better about it. Anyway, I derailed you, Dukes. Um... Was the episode on well, mate, talking about the ore, Derek? And yeah, I never went to Rexall Place or anything like that. So the nostalgia core just has no effect on me. I'm immune to it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it gave me an idea of, of something else the Oilers could like, you know, skate under as they enter the the, the Temple of Battle, fucking coliseum if you will mm-hmm. or no because mm-hmm. apparently it used to be called that or some shit i don't know it did used to be called the coliseum northlands coliseum then it was skyreach center and then it was rexall place there's there was different names it doesn't matter dukes as you were um why don't we get tyler on some sort of stilts oh n- n- not like that wrestler that died because we don't want tyler to die um but like lower him down from the sea you talking about owen hart it's fucking cold man healing and just get him to like stand with one foot either side of like the, the, the gate at the bench and just get the fucking the team to skate out in between Tyler's legs. Now you know? we're talking. Vinny might have to duck. He doesn't want to get knocked out by by Huang, but you know what I mean? <laughs> what do you reckon, Gretz? Uh-huh. I think it's a fine idea. I don't even think you need to hang Tyler from the rafters. That kid is tall and those legs are long. Just cruise on under, playboy. Voicemail number four. Again, I don't know who these are. Normally I would know who these are, but the import did not go well today. So we will see. What say you, anonymous caller? So yeah, that led into the whole Bumble thing and her friend calling her. I think I'm over it, Ari. Or am I? I don't know. We moved on because we had Dukes in the middle. Essentially, this is Young Love run amok. Essentially, Young Love run amok. And I actually, I think that Ari's got more voicemails coming up. So we'll see where that goes later in the podcast as well. Next up, you're up. Hey, BM, I was listening to the podcast and I heard you shitting on my boy, Ollie Ulevi. (laughs) Did I do that? (laughs) I don't know. I don't remember. Probably. It sounds like something I would do. I don't think I could take that. You know, I made a bet with my friends. Back when he was drafted, that uh, oh, no. he would become a top 10 defenseman and play in the All-Star game. And so far, that hasn't worked out, but still hoping. <laughs> Anyways, love the show. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's going to happen, my man. I don't know what that... Please call back and let me know what the stakes of that bet was. That guy lost that bet for sure because a top 10 defenseman in the league? Come on. Top 10 in the AHL, maybe. ECHL, questionable. That's a bad bet. You made a bad bet. <laughs> hmm. Hey, Big Milk. Hello. 
I'm going to make this quick. I just want to say that your quads voice is the cutest thing ever. Please keep doing it. I love it so much. I just want to squish his little face. Okay, thanks. What do you mean my voice is adorable? This is actually what I sound like. I am David Quadrelli, editor-in-chief of the Nation Network, and anything less than respect is un- uh, it's unacceptable. But thank you for saying that I have an adorable voice. I'm an adorable young man. That's what I always say. That's what everybody says. Anyway, glad Quads is get a little bit of love. I think he deserves it too. Love that guy. Hey, Big Milk. Um, thank you for calling me out for a female opinion on our friend Ari and Owen's female problems. Uh- yes, L-C-Y-E-G. I personally called upon her. I said, I need a female perspective on here. I can't be doing all the heavy lifting. I need the other side of the coin. I need some some female advice for these boys that they can write the ship and sort out all the issues that are popping up in their you know dating life, I guess. Because apparently that's what this has turned into. Um, I need to preface this with, I am your age, I think. I'm 38. We are the same age. Um, I met my husband when I was 19, and we got married when I was 25. So, like, I don't know any of these technology issues and all of the problems and complications that they bring. I was exactly with you until I got to be single. I guess it would have been four years ago. And then I just kind of, I was just like, what do you, what do I do? Cause I was in a long-term relationship too. And I was just like, what do I do to meet somebody? I guess I gotta go on the appy apps, you know? So I'm with you. I'm with you. But I'm just going to try to keep this quick mm-hmm. from a female perspective. Like you, I always tell my kids, you can't control what other people do, but you can control how you react. So I can't remember who was who, but the guy with the chick sending like all of the body shots and stuff. That was Owen. Congratulations, Owen. Like, buddy, she's either just like looking for a booty call, which good for you if you want to do that. But if you're really into her and you really want more, then I don't think she's your girl. Um, and for our other friend who had Bumble on his phone still, like, it's kind of comes down to trust. If you can convince her that you can keep her trust, then great. Otherwise, I think you might have to let her go, bud. Uh, my time's up. So I hope this helps. Bye. That's exactly what I needed. See, you get a female in on the podcast and in the voicemail and it all just kind of makes sense. They make sense of everything. She said all the things that I wish I could say, but I don't know how. L-C-Y-E-G dropping wisdom on us. And we learned today that her and I are the same age. So, she has kids. I don't. If I have parenting advice that I need, I'm calling her back. Simple as that. Hey, Big Milk. L-C-Y-E-G again. Let's do it. More advice. I'm in. Um, holy moly. I sent in my last voicemail um, without <laughs> listening to the rest of the pod. And I didn't hear what was going on with poor Nick. <laughs> Ah, shit. Yeah, Nick's situation was a little trickier. (laughs) Uh, If you you missed it last week, Nick, uh, he met himself a lady. They did the dance of love, and then it turned into a different thing after it was over. (laughs) Shit. What have I done here? Um, I want to commend Nick, first of all, for sounding like he is like a decent guy in that 
he feels bad for the situation that's going on. You know what? I will, I will agree. That I agree with. I mean, um, he wants to fix this or help this girl out. So that is awesome. Um, but Nick, yeah, you have to talk to her voice to voice or in person or whatever, but it cannot be over text. Cannot stress that one enough. That is a great point by LCYEG that right there cannot be via text. You lose the cadence of voice. You lose so much context via text. Has to be voice. FaceTime. You don't have to be in the same room. Maybe FaceTime is the the application here. Surely that's what Steve Jobs invented it for. (laughs) Anyway. There cannot be any misconstruing of what your point is. Mm -hmm. And like... Honestly, like what I said before, you can't control what people do, but you can't control how you react to it. Mm-hmm. So if you give her the legitimate truth, that's the truth. And you can't control how she reacts, but you have given her the information that I'm sorry, this will not continue. We're done. Um, oh, but man, like, <laughs> sorry that happened to you. That sucks. Honestly, it sounds like that chick isn't that great anyways. You know what I mean? Whoa. Uh, Good luck, guys. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Shit. The Alfa Romeo of Edmonton voicemail has gotten weird over the last couple of weeks. Hey, hockey's back on Sunday. Am I right? (laughs) Hey, BM. Hey, man. Um, Quick little story here. It doesn't matter what I do. Uh, I was doing a house call just now and uh well i feel like ah, there's a bunch of reasons that you do a house call anyway back to you i went out to my van to leave and across the street there's this nice house it's kind of in an older neighborhood um but like obviously an infill kind of house across the street there's an escalade and there's a young guy standing out there with a baby and i'm like fuck that guy like what is that what does he do like how does he live in this nice house Take a closer look. It's Cody CC. My fucking jaw dropped. Hmm. Are you kidding me? You're just standing out there in front of your nice house with your nice-ass Escalade. Um, so that was kind of sick. That kind of put me up. And I, like, uh, I like wanted to yell, Cecil, out the window. But I was like, ah, he's taking his baby for a walk. I'll fucking leave him alone. Um, but anyway, a good sign for things to come in a few weeks with hockey. Maybe, or maybe I'm just self-involved. I don't know. Have a good day. I love it. First of all, there's a couple things I like about that. One, seeing a player out in the wild is always fun. It's exciting because in this city, we love the Edmonton Oilers and seeing them out and about, it's always a good time. Second, and this one's most important for me, I just want to say congratulations and commend you on not bothering Cody CC when he's out with his kid. There are times I feel like where it's appropriate to approach a player and say, Hey man, can I have a picture or an autograph or whatever? Most times they're not, especially when they're with their family, especially when they're with their daughter or their baby, like Cody CC was commended or I commend you, sir, for the way you handled that great story all around. And most importantly, you just left the guy alone. Let him live his life. Good for you, Cody CC driving a Escalade. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, you know, yeah. Go buy an Alfa Romeo right now. That's that's all I was trying to say. That's all I was trying to say. I just had Ben say it for me, you know. 
Where was I in the voicemail? We've got so many of these. Okay, we're rolling on. The Alpha Romeo of Edmonton voicemail. Um, I'm sorry for all the voicemails this week, Bagmill. <laughs> Hello, Ari. The story writes itself, pretty much. Okay. And your boys got to talk about it at least once or twice. All right. I got to explain this to my friends, too. Please. First off, I took your advice about not burning bridges and being cordial. Yeah. And I took one last shot, and it worked. Oh. She heard me out. Yeah. And we talked for like a solid hour about everything. Fucking right. And like, that was on Wednesday. And today, on Friday, we even hung out. <laughs> so like, thank you. We're on better than good terms right now. Hey. Um, but today, when we were hanging out, I realized something. Go ahead. She was my dream girl, dude. And I fucked it up. I was the reason that all this happened. And I'm the reason that we broke up in the end. But that's not the kicker. The kicker is that she's got a new guy that she's interested in and, and is talking to right now. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hang on. I was gonna. I was like. I was getting ready to like send off some fireworks or something. I don't know. I was planning on doing something, and then you just be like, "Now she's talking to another dude." That took a twist. That took a twist. I was ready to sing too. What were you gonna sing? I was going to do a I was going to do a little baby fairy thing. Way to go, dum dum. Anyway. Sometimes I fuck around with the buttons. <laughs> and let me tell you another kicker, BM. <laughs> go ahead. Um, do you remember how I told you that she called me at 1 a.m. on Wednesday? Uh-huh. And well, the reason she did that is because she thought she was going to break it off with her new guy. And so she called me. Um, but obviously they patched things up. Man, things move fast in Young Love, huh? I can't even keep up with this. Like Ari was there getting in fights about the Bumble, and then they're re, they're you know they're putting the pieces back together, and now she's with another dude, and then she like calls Ari at one a.m., which is generally the hey time of night. There's so many layers to this onion. Um, and let me tell you, I have never had a more sobering and maturing thought in my life. To know that my dream girl is talking to and entertaining another guy right now. Mm. You yes. learn real fast, man. You will learn real fast. And if you feel like you were the one that fucked it up, like that hurts. That cuts deep. That's a knife that's inserted and twisted. And I don't hold it against her. I'm not angry. I'm really not. Like, I don't blame her, especially when it's my fault that all this happened in the first place and that we're not together anymore. Mm. Um, yeah, and the plan is still the same. Like, I really want to learn from this. I want to learn from this whole experience, and I want to bust my ass in the gym, bust my ass in my university work, and just use this to work on myself and be a better person and everything, right? Like, that's the goal. That's the main goal. But a part of me wants to just stick it to her and just say, <laughs> hey, you made the wrong choice in the end. <laughs> Am I wrong for feeling that way? No. You stick it to I don't know. Spike, 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 spike. Get all jacked. Go find another chick that's just as hot and make out with her in front. All you gotta do is be like, hey, baby, check me out. I got a cool shirt on. It's kind of shiny and I got this new belt buckle. It makes me look badass. My hair's all cool and I'm jacked up because I've been at the gym. Now what are you gonna do? Look where you're missing out at. And then you grab your new chick by the bum and you go, I'm not saying kiss her bum. I'm saying kiss her mouth and you grab by the bum and Mm -hmm. 
something like that. Don't listen to Satan. He doesn't have good advice for you. Ari, here's the thing. If this girl is with somebody else, but if you think you have a lane, then keep pursuing it, at least in my opinion. But if you feel like she's with somebody else and you're just kind of like being the other guy right now, you don't need that, dude. You don't need a girl who is not going to pick you over someone else. I know things have been rocky, but I just don't feel like that's the play here. I don't feel like the folks at Alpha Romeo of Edmonton want that either. And again, I'm sorry for all the voicemails. <laughs> I, I really am. Um, but no advice can save me. Not in this situation. Well, um, I'll be damned if I don't try. There's something that my friend told me when I, when I told him about the, all this. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more dangerous than a motivated man with nothing to lose. That's exactly how I feel right now. Uh, yeah. Thanks, BM. Grab her by the bum. Find a new girl. Grab her by the bum. Something like that. Don't listen to Satan. His poems are dark and angry. Yeah, uh, it's Owen. Um, yeah, I'd like to apologize. I was a little drunk. Um, that's on me. <laughs> that's bad. Um, that, that, yeah, that sounded that sounded really bad last week. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what threw my head. It made me think, ooh, I should leave a voicemail on the podcast. But hey, it was kind of funny. So, yeah, that's all I got today. Uh, oh, and I tried to save you from yourself, pal. Honestly, I'm flattered that when you're hammered and we learned you were drinking Mike's Hard Lemonades, <laughs> that uh, your first kind of thought is to give your old boy bag milk a buzz, you know? Hey, big milk. Um, so last week. Hey, Nick. I phoned in with girl advice. Um, yeah, I called you a dick. I felt bad about it after, if I'm being honest. If you don't remember what the situation was, a girl wanted to have an experience, um, and <laughs> I helped her with that experience. Yeah, an experience. Thinking it was going to be a, you know, one-time thing. What is he talking about, Bag Milk? What kind of experience? I don't understand. It's not for you, Quads. Don't worry about it. Now she basically thinks we're dating. Um I have an update in that situation. Go ahead. It's not a good one. Um, well, LCYEG did give some advice a little bit earlier, so maybe that could help you retroactively, but we'll see where this goes. So after I listened to the podcast, I went to go text her and be like, hey, can we meet up? I have some I want to talk about with you. Um, okay. Text. Text. No bueno, but to schedule a meetup, to meet up face-to-face. Very mature of you. I like where this is going so far, at least so far. But uh, she was boarding a flight to Vancouver, so all this week she's been on the... I bet it was delayed. I bet she didn't get on the plane on time. She probably had time to talk to you. Station in Vancouver. Um, so, no, I didn't get to... I'm just going to wait. I don't want to ruin her vacation. But in the meantime, I don't know if this is just me, but um, I find being on Tinder and dating apps very embarrassing. Oh, totally. And usually that embarrassment is outweighed when you're getting matches. Um but my Tinder dried up a little bit, mm-hmm. and I felt really bad about keeping it. And, you know, some not good experiences on there. Yep. Um, so I deleted Tinder. Um, she saw that, and she thinks I deleted Tinder because I'm serious about her. So she texted me. She's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so happy oh, no. you deleted Tinder. I'm glad oh, you're no. serious about me. Oh, no. Big milk. I'm fucked. I'm really, I'm <laughs> yeah. really, really fucked, man. Yep. So here's, Oh, boy. Here, go oh back boy. to I think I need to throw my phone in the river and fake my death. Maybe. I mean, that's an option. 
Let me know if you need an accomplice on that. I can figure it out. I think that LCYEG's advice is the best one here. So let's line up the meeting. Let's have a conversation. FaceTime. I would just FaceTime her, dude. Just get this one talking because now it's turning into a different thing entirely. And um, yeah, Nick, I think you're trying to do the right thing here. But if you're waiting for her to get back from vacation, commendable. But just know that that fight home is probably going to be delayed. So you might have to wait a little bit longer. Maybe map out what you want to say. LCYEG gave some good advice earlier. Go back and write some of that down. What is that? Why? Why? Why did that happen again? I thought I fixed all this. Hang on. Let me revisit what the audio department told me to do. Let's not. Let's not. uh, Let's not freak out just yet. There we go. Good afternoon. Happy birthday, my friends. I said it already, but happy birthday to you. Maybe I didn't treat you quite as good as I should. (laughs) Maybe I didn't love you (laughs) quite as often as I could. Uh Little things I should have said and done, I never took the time. Better late than never, you're always on my mind. And yes. You are always on my mind. I'm back. You were always on my mind. Settle down, Quads. Happy birthday again, Doggy Volley. Hope you're having a great day. Good afternoon. Hey, I just met you. And this is crazy. But here's my number. So call me, maybe. It's hard to look right now. Baby. baby. But here's my number. So here's my number. So call me. So call baby. me, baby. Great jam. I love that song when it came out. I am not embarrassed to admit it. Good afternoon. <laughs> it's time for a bit of a ha. Mm. Talking away. I don't know what I'm saying. I'll say away. <laughs> <laughs> Today is another day to find you. I shine away. Hmm. Oh, I'll be coming for you today. Take on me. (laughs) You maniac. I love you. (laughs) Uh, I hope there's another one. It'll just make me laugh. Yo, beg milk. uh, Some always bother me. And that's... uh... Go ahead. Dukes looks like someone I know. Kali and Bomber checking in here. And I couldn't place it for some, like he looks so familiar mm-hmm. and I couldn't place what it was. And then I was driving home from work today. This is Nick, not Kyle. And I placed it. Dukes looks exactly like Alan in the Hangover movies. Like specifically the Hangover 2, you know where like he shaves his head? If you put a bunch of tattoos on Alan from the Hangover 2... You cannot convince me that is not Dukes. He looks just like him. And you know what I got to say? That's my president right there. Team Dukes. There you go. Alan from The Hangover. Dog oil. Zach Galifianakis. If you're not familiar with The Hangover, you should be. Great movie. Thought that was Kyle. It was Nick. It wasn't Kyle. This one. Go. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> this is the donkey with some royalty-free... <laughs> Straight dog, I'm right. <laughs> Coming right to you right now. <laughs> I'm going to put some rats on the beat. <laughs> on the street. 
etc. What the fuck? Yeah. You heard it. <clears throat> Bitch. Yeah. That's exactly what you want. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. Man, I love those. I just got... Uh, I'm going to, well, I'm going to do a little live editing here. I'm going to move these into the bumper bar. I'm not going to label them because they're unlabeled so that I, uh, you can make me laugh again down the line. Is this you again? Because I hope it is. This is Donkey Valley <laughs> doing an impression of George Michael. I don't know if you realize it. It's probably not. <laughs> I'm looking at the cat. And he's just done a whoopsie on the floor. And I'm going to kick that little bastard out of the door. Trevor, <laughs> fuck off. You've just done shit. Dirty little pig. Dirty boy. Uh, something, something David Bowie had, no? I like how we just, the first half of the Alpha Romeo of Edmonton voicemail has been dating advice with the boys. And then Donkey Volley is just like, let's derail the whole thing. And I don't mind it at all. I bet he's here again. I just want to say a big fuck you to the Lacombe Golf Course. <laughs> no way in hell should a hot dog be $9.50. In no world should a hot dog be $9.50. Fucking scam. I could have got nine hot dogs at fucking Costco with a drink for that much. Friggin' piss me off. Ah. <laughs> uh. There you have it. Dollar fifty hot dog combo at Costco. It, I mean, it's a loss leader for them. There's no doubt about that. But I love that the price hasn't increased in what decades. You can set your watch to it. <laughs> uh, apologies to the uh, Lacombe Golf Course. You have a wonderful facility. <laughs> well, on this podcast, I know we've had our fair share of uh, paper straw conversations. Yeah, we so have. I'm going to add to that, please. So the other day, I decided I'm going to. Try to go find an alternative for uh, paper straws. Maybe see if there some stores still have some plastic ones that they're getting rid of or whatnot. So I go to... Uh, Are you Zoll, by the way? I'm listening to the delivery in your voice. It's bringing back memories. Just putting that out there. We may have another suspect, ladies and gentlemen. Superstore. I go down the one aisle and I see the straws. I see this box that says wheat straws. Hmm. So I'm like, what the hell is a wheat straw? I kid you not, it looked like a noodle. And they're all broken. They're all broken in half. So how how am I supposed to drink out of that? <laughs> so that's not an alternative. The wheat straws. Like I <laughs> literally pissed myself laughing. I went to the counter. I was like, what are these? They're all broken. She goes, oh. That's a little weird. I'm like, okay. So I guess wheat straws are not the uh, paper straw alternative. <laughs> is that a bit? Fuck, it's a good one if it is. <clears throat> I love that. I look at my man's out here trying to find alternatives for these damn paper straws. And you know what? Wheat straws ain't it. Wheat straws ain't it. I'm going to order some of these straws. Like they're apparently made of sugar cane or something like that. And they're biodegradable, but they hold up like a plastic straw. I'll be the judge of that. I just haven't gotten around to ordering them yet. I'm still broke after ordering all those hoodies. I'll do it again, damn it. Now you can't feed yourself. 
You know I can't play that. Shout out to Boy George. Great song. All right. I thought I would just jump in and give some uh, listen. Now we've got Kyle the Embalmer. Kyle, I apologize for calling you Nick. Uh, I'm sure when I see you on Sunday, I hope you haven't listened to the podcast by then because I will hear about it then. To Owen and Ari and thought, fuck it. Here comes Kyle the Embalmer's relationship advice. Now, background about Kyle the Embalmer. Been with his wife, lovely wife, a long time. My man's probably got some advice Some advice here that, you know, you can take to the bank. We'll see. Uh, really, Owen? Uh, she's fucking with you, man. She... I agree. Really, I, th- I think she likes you. She's afraid of hurting herself when she moves away. So <laughs> she's teasing you with her pictures and stuff. Um, but really, I-, I think in the end, both of you are just going to get hurt. So uh, uh, maybe maybe move on. Or if you feel like, fuck it. Fuck around for a while. <laughs> another A new day will come. And another girl will come along. As for Ari, man, uh, the, I'd like to give you the benefit of the doubt, but the app on the phone, eh. but at the same time, you're probably better off anyway. You guys are all young, so make some mistakes, fuck around, have a good time. That's, that's about all the advice I have. <laughs> He's not wrong either. He's not wrong. That's why I love it. Young love. I forgot how complicated it was. Good Lord. Goodness gracious. We are still working through the Alfa Romeo of Edmonton voicemail. I'm not even close to done either. So let's keep growing. So um, I just want to give a quick shout out while I've got you here to whoever set the ticket prices for the practice squads of LA and Arizona who are going to be facing off in Melbourne at a fucking tennis court in a couple of days. Uh, when I first saw that announced, I thought, well, neither of them are my team, but like, fuck man, hundred percent cannot miss that history. Going to be awesome. And then I saw the ticket prices and I thought, you know, two flights each way, accommodation, tickets to the game, food, all that shit. Are you talking so here? fuck me dead. That's like four grand for me, four oh and a half Lord. grand, something like that it would have been. And I was like, That is a lot of money to go see two teams you don't care about without question. Well, fuck me. For that price, I might as well fly to Edmund and see the Oilers. Just want to give a shout out to whoever fucking organized that shit, because um, if it wasn't so expensive, I probably wouldn't have been inspired to you know start preparing my trip to Edmonton. I probably would have just went to Melbourne and watched those two shit old teams. So, um, shouts to fucking greedy sports price setting people because I've taken you know. You've spared my money from your pockets and given it straight to Daryl Cates and I guess whoever the fuck else I give money to while I'm on this trip. So uh, also, just quickly, Donkey Volley's not coming to Edmonton next season. So uh, fuck you, vote for Dukes. Let's go. We're going to do that Dukes Donkey Volley call here right away. My back to normal schedule. So boys, let's, let's, let's work together in the DMs. Let's figure out a date and a time to do that. Let's let's have a little bonus episode of BLTN and have some fun with the boys. Um, those ticket prices are bananas, dude. So like round trip flights, hotel accommodation, blah, blah, blah. And then you see the Coyotes and the Kings play like that sucks for four G's. Our nation vacation to Seattle that's happening in November was 1999. And we fly to Seattle. That is your accommodation as well. That is the Oilers game on the Saturday. That is the football game on the Sunday. And then we come back home. 
How is that not a better deal? Dukes, you've made the right to the right decision because I promise you there's going to be nation citizens here when you're here that are going to make this trip something that you'll never forget. Hey, Bag Milk. Uh, it's Owen. Uh, I'm sending another update, I guess. Um, I sent you that message, I guess, yesterday afternoon. And I guess I sent you that message yesterday afternoon, too. Um, I was going to give you an update last night, but... Um, Only do that when you're shit-faced, Owen, you know? In case you didn't learn from last time. I didn't really know what to say, and honestly, I still don't really know what to say. Um, we had a really deep conversation, and... Like, I kind of knew three weeks ago that she... I'm not going to lie. I want to hear what you have to say, but the fact that you sound like you're on an airplane is really annoying me. And I know that's not your fault. You're just calling while you're driving or whatever, but I just... Let's get to it. ...wasn't giving me the full story when she told... When, you know, when I had come on the podcast, and I was like, I fucked up. Whatever. Then, I... I something felt like she wasn't giving me the full story. Now I kind of know more of the story, and I don't know. There might be a chance for something to happen between us. I don't know if I... I don't know if I should act on it, though. Don't do it. Don't do it. It sounds like there's shenanigans to me. I'm sorry, Owen. Uh, yeah. The pictures and the fucking around and the, the games. The games are what bother me here. And again, I don't know your situation. I don't know her from a hole in the wall. But like, this sounds... Like there's too much drama here. Like, a relationship... There's the, the early parts of a relationship are supposed to be drama-free and fun. You know, like you can start fighting and arguing and shit later. But the first part's like, man, you have to put in a lot of work to make this work. I just don't know. In my situation, I don't know if I'm worth it. Leave voicemails and let me know. But for me, this ain't worth it. The Alfa Romeo of Edmonton voicemail continues and we're rolling on. I got a bone to pick with tipping. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who, dude, you know, like... Do you leave names on here? Because I need to go look if you left names on the back end because these voicemails, the wheat straws, now we know, we learned, and the tipping, I think I'm going to be with you on it before even hearing a word of what you say. So it has gotten out of hand. Outrageous. Today I go to the local convenience store to go pick up a drink on my way to work. Yep. And I go to pay for my drink. Let me assume that you went to the cooler, you picked it out, you found the thing you wanted, you grabbed it with your hand, you walked it to the till, you put it down in front of the uh, the cashier. Yada yada with my debit or whatnot. It asked for a fucking tip. So you're telling me I'm supposed to tip you for me going into the fridge, grabbing my drink and bringing it to the counter? Exactly, I'm you with you. you to scan and you want me to tip that? Like, it's gotten out of hand. Everywhere you go, you need 100%. To, they want you to tip. Like, it's ridiculous. 2,000%. I am absolutely with you on this. This is absolutely out of control. When I was in Vancouver, I went to, I had the exact same thing. And I was telling my missus about it because we were just like, we were coming back from the beach and we were going to, um, we were just kind of cruising downtown. And I was just like, hang on, I'm going to pop into the 7-Eleven. I want to grab like a, a, grab a water, you know, a little snack, a little mange. And the exact same thing happened where I go grab my water, I grab my chips, I put them down on the counter. They go, okay, here you go. And then they spin the thing around. It's like tip minimum. The minimum that was on there, by the way, was 18%. What? I did all the work in this scenario. You just had to scan it. You did nothing to better my experience here. No, I am not tipping there. 
I will not. I refuse to tip in that scenario. Listen, if you provide me really good service and you do something that, you know, requires more effort than scanning the drink that I picked out of the fucking cooler, I will happily tip. In fact, I think I'm a pretty good tipper, if anything. Some of these places, you need to get it under control. I repeat, Blink-182 album, October 20th. Yes, it is. Man, that's great voicemail. We'll do it one more time. I repeat, Blink-182 album, October 20th. Blink-182 album, October 20th, called One More Time. Am I excited about it? You know I am. All right, Marines, you're not in Kansas anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> Three weeks in a row now, I've gotten this hero give me these pre-produced bits. And I'm not... So we got 45 seconds here. I'm not even going to say a word. I'm just going to sit back and enjoy it with the rest of you. All right, Marines, you're not in Kansas anymore. You're on Pandora. <sighs> what? Uh, I don't think any of us are actually from Kansas. I know. It's a figure of speech. It's from a movie. Really? What movie? It, um, I believe it's from Alice in Wonderland. No, it's not. It's from The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. What the hell is Wizard of Oz? Well, what the hell is Alice in Wonderland? You know, with the vampires and stuff. <laughs> that is not Alice in Wonderland. Oh, how would you know? Because I've seen it. Wait, Wizard of Oz? That came out like 200 years ago. You expect us to have seen that? Well, usually no one says anything. Anyway, moving on. As I was saying, this is Pandora. Everything out there wants to eat your eyes for jujubees. What's a jujube? Get out. <laughs> wow. 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 I love those more than I can even express. The fact that they do, um, the fact that uh, you put in the time to do these is just, please don't ever stop. I don't even care who you are. Actually, like, I mean, once I financially recover from buying these hoodies for everybody, I I'd wanna I feel like I need to send you something. Good lord, fantastic. Um I, I don't even know where to start with you. I mean, do you even know who you're talking to? Yo, what's up? Do, do you have any idea? Any idea who I am? <laughs> Basically, kind of a big deal. <laughs> oh man, that's beautiful. <laughs> listening okay grass grows <laughs> birds fly sun shines and brother i hurt people Boink. i'm a force of nature Boom. if you were from where i was from you'd be fucking dead Woo! wow two in a row i mean that one wasn't as good as the first one but fuck me these are great the one editing all those clips is e i am the bit man and this by this the fuck the fuck I, did, I didn't understand a word you just said all it sounded like to me was something like that not a great filter whatever that one was Ryan Smith once pooped in my bathroom uh <laughs> <laughs> all right well he hasn't pooped in mine i guess so 
we move on. Alfa Romeo of Edmonton voicemail continues. We have got six left, and let's just get out of this weird hole we're in. Hi, Bag Milk. So you asked for some lady advice. Yes. Here it is. Just for some context, I'm a 41-year-old mother of two, and I am divorced. So I do have some mistakes in my past to draw experience from. Don't we all, though? Don't we all? Appreciate you chiming in on some advice for our young men here. We're trying to raise them right. That's why I asked for the ladies to chime in. I needed you. I need you to help me, guide them, coach them. My advice is to go out and find yourself a psychologist or a counselor. Doesn't matter how young you are. Doesn't matter how old you are. Doesn't matter if you're single or in a partnership. And the reason I think this is a valuable initiative is because all of us develop patterns of how we relate to people when we're children. And a lot of the time, these patterns are causing problems, especially in our romantic relationships. And the worst part is most of us don't even know that these are happening over and over. And a really good way to get insight into these uh, patterns is to have a uh, talk with a professional uh, more than once. You've got to usually work at it and often you're going to be a patient for life. It doesn't have to be every month, but um, it's healthy to check in. And uh, another little bit of advice is to make a few phone calls and chat to a few people first before you pick someone, pick someone you have a good vibe with. And then if you think this is all sounding way too expensive, wait until you are divorced with kids and shelling out roughly half of your income to your ex-wife and try and calculate what is more expensive. Okay. Wow. Wow. Great advice, Bob, by the way. I, um, to give you insight into my life, I, uh, I've spoken to a therapist for a couple of years. Um, I had to stop when the pandemic happened just because of just, again, it's expensive to talk to a therapist, but ultimately it's very, very valuable. Um, learned so much about myself, learned so much about the way I think and the reason why I think certain things. I'm definitely due to go back and speak to somebody, and I think that everybody should. Um, great advice. Very adult also. But you know what? Sometimes we need an adult in the room. Lord knows it can't be me. I call myself bag milk professionally. That's just, is that a good life choice? Probably not. Does it pay the bills? Sometimes. Am I happy about it? Fucking right. This podcast rules. Thank you for that call. That is very, very good advice. Go speak to a therapist. We all should, as that caller said. Since this show has become one where you get dating advice, I figure I should ask for some too. Sure, why not? I mean, I'm not the one to provide good dating advice, but thankfully we got some people chiming in here who have some better advice than I do, so why not? Let's do it. Well, um, I'm in high school, and there's this girl I like, and but we've been friends for years, and I can't work up the courage to ask her out because, you know, we've been friends for years, and... Do you feel like you're in the friend zone? Friend zone's tough, but... I've done it successfully where I've navigated my way out of it and into a relationship. Didn't work all that well to me, but like, you know, take a swing, right? She says, no, then we're not friends anymore. So what should I do? So here's the, here's, you know, the risk, you said it yourself. The risk you have here is if you take a swing at this girl and she doesn't feel the same way, the friendship is going to be maybe not necessarily over, but definitely changed, definitely significantly different. So 
You got to weigh that out in your mind. Do you like this girl so much? You're in high school, mind you. You like her so much that you want to risk the friendship? Now, if I was your age, I would risk it because you deserve happiness. And if you think this person is going to make you happy as in a relationship, then you should take the opportunity for yourself to find out if she feels the same way. Now, the reason I'm saying that is because you're in high school. Take the swing. Chances are, and this is just blunt and kind of rude and mean, but it's life. Chances are, by the time you're my age, you're probably not even going to know her anymore, unless you're married. So that friendship, well, it may last, but may not. It really depends what you want, what you value more. Another thing is, do you value the friendship more than what a relationship would be? In that case, stay friends, because that person could be a confidant for you for the rest of your life. It's two sides of the coin. It's just a matter of how risky you want to be. Do you want to put it all out there? Does she feel the same way? Do you have indicators that she feels the same way? These are all questions you need to ask myself or ask yourself. And then I say, I say, go for it. I say, go for it too. Who needs friends? You can just play Call of Duty and make new friends online. Doesn't matter. Have a girlfriend? That's way cooler than having a girl as a friend, in my opinion. Trust me, Satan is a master of relationships. I've definitely not been a single lonely man boiling alone in hell for this whole time. Something to consider there too. Hey, Bag Milk, it's Chris. I called a couple weeks ago about my chemistry lab being broken, and I. Yeah, you did. I told you to get the fuck out of there. Wanted to give an update. Um, they fixed the AC last Tuesday and my fume hood last Thursday. That was the thing, the fume hood. You had no working fume hood in like a chemically kind of environment? That just seemed like bad, bad news to me. But I blew out the electricity in my office, hmm. and I think that affected my fume hood because my fume hood's now broken. <sighs> we need to get an electrician in there to fix the fume hood. I am worried about your safety. Has to be. Safety first. Safety first, then friendship and science. So it's cool in my lab, but now whenever I work with like chemicals, I smell them instead of them just being off-gassed out into the atmosphere. So that's fun. Also, you should absolutely start your own like segment of this podcast where you just give like personal advice, like life and like relationship advice because the sections with Owen and everyone else has been gold. Well, you're going to like today's podcast then. <laughs> I don't know why it turned into this again. Uh, just in case you're wondering, there is a hockey game on Sunday. Who did the Oilers play? Are they going to have a good time? They're going to have a great time, Waz. Or Quads. I meant to call you Quads, not Waz. My boy Waz just texted me, so I got him on the brain. Just wanted to give a shout out and congratulations to Huddy and Waite on making it into the Wall of Fame, Ring of Honor. I don't know what what's it called again. What, whatever it is, yeah, the other Hall of Fame. You got and, it. And uh, I guess congrats. Yeah, great picks. Like I said earlier, love Doug Waite. The only downside about Doug Waite is he won a Stanley Cup against the Oilers. I won't hold it against him. Charlie Huddy, legend in this city, could not be more, uh, could not have picked two better players. So I'm not too sure if I sent one voicemail or two, but regardless, another question for you, Bag Milk. Um, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? Legit mm. question. Just 
just need to know honestly uh, i asked my girlfriend the same question and uh she thought i was psycho so um yeah i just want to know how often do you think about the roman empire if you are wondering what the fuck was is talking about there's actual was you called me was you're quads he's was i know i'm quads but you forgot about me never forget about you buddy um if you don't know what Waz is talking about, there's a trend on TikTok right now where people are being asked, how often do you think of the Roman Empire? And it turns out a lot of people, a lot of dudes specifically, think about the Roman Empire a lot. Now, I was surprised by this. I have a friend, archaeologist. If you follow him on Twitter, Matt Henderson, he's got a master's degree in archaeology. So he's like, I legitimately think about the Roman Empire a lot. For me, though, was the answer is, is Gladiator on TV? Because if Gladiator's on TV, then maybe. Do I think about Gladiator more often than not? Yeah, a little bit. I do the thumbs up, thumbs down thing quite often. But to answer the question, how often do I think about the Roman Empire? Very, very little. Very little. Maybe I'm an outsider in terms of this uh, trend on TikTok, and that's fine with me because... What are you guys doing? What do you what like what specifically are you thinking about in within the Roman Empire? That's what I want to know. Are you thinking about Julius Caesar? Are you thinking about the Caesar cut? Are you thinking about how Caesar is also a salad? Are you thinking about how there's fish within a Caesar salad in the south? Did you know that? I need to know more details. Because thinking about the Roman Empire, there might be things that I'm thinking about that I don't even know involve the Roman Empire, and then I'm fucked. So the answer to the question was, I don't think I do, but I also don't know that I do. Or I don't know that I don't, is a better way to put it. Does that make sense? Unless it's thinking about, uh, you know, Gladiator. In which case, great movie. Russell Crowe did a fantastic job. Joaquin Phoenix, he was a bad man. Played a bad man very well. Think about that movie often. It's on TV most days, so I guess technically I think about the Roman Empire every day. I see it on TV and Gladiator's on, like I said, every other day. I bet you can find it right now. Last message. Oh my lord, what a heavy voicemail this week for the Alpha Romeo of Edmonton voicemail. All right. As someone who's made a mess of relationships in the past with... Here we go, Dukes. This is where I thought you were getting to earlier. Which I think most of us older fellas have. I'm going to tell you, Young Bucks, the key to... Well, a very big key to this shit, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Number one, you can't be blaming women. Oh, what the fuck's wrong with... No, no. It's, I'm going to be with Dukes before I even said it. You know it's your fault. No, it's not fucking women's fault that you can't figure it out, all right? The key to it, <laughs> one of the biggest things that's going to help you have a successful, proper, caring, loving relationship, whatever, going forward, work on yourself. Going back to the caller from a few messages ago, maybe speak to a therapist. Could do a little good for all of us, you know? Could do a little good for all of us. Build your empathy skills. Build your listening skills. That's my problem. I'm a bad listener. I am a bad, bad listener. Your interpersonal skills, all that kind of shit. Relationships are a two-way street. Women don't exist to fix our problems. Women don't exist to make us feel good and to fucking, you know, turn us into the men we we should be, right? It's up to us to do that. If we bring all these things to the table, it's going to make relationships, well, it's going to give your relationships a chance to be much stronger and much more successful going forward. 
um, that's it. Just like anything, work on yourself. And I don't mean go to the gym and buy a fast car. Work on your emotions and your empathy and that other shit I said before. That's it. But listen, if you go to the gym and you buy yourself a fast car, I guarantee you're going to get more babes, more chicks. You're going to be the player you always wanted to be. Trust in Satan. Trust in me. 666 for everybody. Six reps, six sets, six pounds. That's not that much. You're going to need more than that. There you go. The voicemail for the Alfa Romeo. For my friends at Alfa Romeo of Edmonton. Heavy podcast today. Where are we at now? hour and 30 this voicemail message this voicemail was an hour long how's that for value in a segment you want an hour long segment you can't have it because alfa romeo of edmonton has it we can workshop new bits maybe i should put a limit on these or maybe just what do you think do you think this was too long i'd love to hear your feedback was today's voicemail way too long or was it great would you rather I do it as this format or when they get long like this, would you prefer just a voicemail episode of the podcast? Let me know. Hit me up with some feedback. JSBM Bag Milk. Hi, my name is Bag Milk on Instagram. Of course, I want to thank my friends at the audio department. I want to thank SYC Brewing. I want to thank Trilogy Oilfield Rentals. I want to thank Betway. And of course, I want to thank Alfa Romeo of Edmonton. Most importantly, though, all of you. Great episode today. I did nothing. You did all the heavy lifting. You're being very candid. You're sharing your lives with us. We're building a community, and that's what it's all about. We're giving each other advice. I love it. Thank you to the ladies that chimed in. Please keep chiming in. Please keep giving these boys advice, and myself too, because I know my advice is poor at best. And with that, we're going to wrap it up. Have a great week, everybody. Die, die. Why won't you kiss me?